Amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. Come on, give God some praise in the house. Amen. As you stand on your feet, turn your Bibles. Turn your Bibles to the book of Romans. To the book of Romans. Amen. And while you're turning there. Our church motto and our church creed. Psalm 34. For I will bless the Lord and his praises. Amen. Amen. Help somebody turn around Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Romans. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts of the Apostles, Romans. First Corinthians, 2nd Corinthians, Romans. Just turn to Romans. Psalm 34, one more time. I will. And his praises. Amen. Amen. Somebody's living that right now where you're being tested, where you're being tried, where you're being pushed, where you're being primed to see if you will continually give God praise. I don't know about you, but it's been a rough few weeks. Uh, it's, uh, there's been some things that's been up and been down. We've been having to go through some things. But I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. In other words, there's nothing that can turn me away from God. Amen. If you will now turn me, if you're in the book of Romans, go with me to the 8th chapter. Amen. I just want to echo on what these psalmists and what these musicians were saying. And it's not so strange, but how God works because the message for today is in the 8th chapter I didn't know they were going to finish on that out with that song but drop down to 8th chapter and 37th verse Amen. in the name of Jesus In all these things, we are more than conquerors. Come on, tell, come on, get it within yourself. Huh? I'm more than a conqueror. You, listen, there's been some stuff that's been trying to bring you down. There's been circumstances that's trying to tear you up. There's been some emotional things you've been going through. There's some battles that you've been having to fight. But you've got to declare within yourself, yet in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am persuaded. In other words, I, 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 I've come to the conclusion. I've waited out for myself. I've considered all of the facts. I've I dealt with every circumstance and situation. And I have come decided that Jesus, there's nobody like Jesus. That neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, neither height, nor depth, nor any other created thing or creature shall be able. Tell somebody, you can't shake me from this one. I, I've been through some stuff. I've seen some trial. I've seen some tribulation. But on this one thing I know. 
that there's nothing that shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus. Tell somebody nothing, not nothing, not you and nobody else, not nothing, not the job, not your nosy neighbor, not nothing. Come on, just witness to somebody real quick and say, look, I've been tried in the fire. Hallelujah. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Tell them again, I've been tried in the fire. And I've come forth. somebody else and tell them you can't make me doubt him cause I know too much about him you can't make me doubt him Old school would say something like, If it wasn't for Jesus, Hallelujah. I know y'all been standing for a little while now. But I just need a few folks to just to hang on in there. I just need a couple of folk just to stand the storm. I just need a few folk. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. Listen, listen. Listen. Let me give you this scripture. In the eighth chapter, somewhere around the 17th verse, it says, and if children then heirs heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ if indeed we suffer with him that we may also be glorified together If you agree to the, the terms and conditions, click here and accept. You may be seated in the name of Jesus. Listen. Amen. I want to talk a little bit about acceptance talk a little bit about full disclosure 
I want to talk about being all in. You see, because many of us come to church and we dabble with God. And, and it's strange because in so many other areas of our lives, we, we seem to go all in, but with the exception of God. God who can do anything but fail in your life. God who can be your provider. God who can lift you up. God who will be there when nobody else will. He seems like the only entity in our lives that we don't go fully in on. Oh, I, I can prove it. I, I heard you. Somebody said, go ahead and prove it to me. Well, I declare now, take out your cell phone. And when you, 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 you opened up your cell phone and, and you put certain apps on there and it asked you, would you accept? Now, now, truth be told, I did too. But the real question is, did you read the terms and conditions? There was a little icon that came up on the screen, I'm sure, that says, accept if you agree. And many of us clicked it. And and, and, and it said, here's a little button. If you want to read the terms and condition, you can read this and scroll and talk about some fine print. <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother Brian, some of, some of these apps, if not all of them, ask to, if you're going to use this this technology they ask can we get a look at your contacts yes it will further even ask whether or not he says can we can we know your location while using this app anybody encounter that Not only that, it will ask you, can we send you alerts and messages along the way while you're using this particular app? And so it talks about, and then, then sometimes it even says, can we access your photos? In other words, it wants to look what you're looking at. It wants to see what you see. And we just say accept right along, never really comprehending and understanding that we're giving away. In other words, we're entering into a contract with an entity that says that they want full access and disclosure about you. But when it comes to God, hallelujah. We don't want God to see what we see. Somehow or another, we don't want God to have access to 
all of our contacts because some of the contacts that you got you don't need to have that you should have let go of a long time ago hallelujah and dare we let God know where we are oh, oh. the app wants to track your position and find out what you're doing where you're at at the time but we don't want to tell God mm. oh praise be to God let's talk about acceptance I'm just talking to a few saints here today or those who are struggling with this disclosure thing and dealing with how do I get closer to God. I gotta tell you, it's gotta be full disclosure and complete acceptance. If you're going to enter into an agreement with God, if you're going to be saved, if you're gonna know him for yourself, I, I, I declare you must read the contract in its entirety. A lot of people have come to church and got messed up because they didn't read the contract. They didn't understand nor accept the terms and conditions. You just said, yes, I want to put my name on the roll. Yes, I want to join the choir. Yes, I want to sit up in the pew. Yes, I want to be here. But yet and still, you have not understood what was in the binding agreement when you said that I want to be saved. I want to be made whole. I want to be Christ's own child. You didn't really comprehend what the cost was going to be. God wants to look at your photos he wants to look at the times and moments in your lives where you were doing everything that you thought you could do yes God wants to get in touch with your contacts hallelujah anybody ever have one of those apps where you clicked on it and it changed your stuff you couldn't find the stuff that you thought you had God is like that every now and then he'll come in and all of a sudden some contacts got deleted that you There's a few folk on there that, that can't get this a few calls started getting blocked mysteriously People telling you I sent you a message didn't you get me no But let me get to the crux of the matter here. Let me get down into the, the, the real core of this contract. What we're talking about is an agreement. We're talking about a, a covenant with God. And, and, and many people do not understand that when you enter into this covenant, there's going to be a price to be paid. Now, I've got to apologize once again. You know how I'm always apologizing for the church. I'm apologizing for preachers. I'm apologizing for what we have told you and what we have done over the years and how we have just lied through our face, through our teeth to you about certain aspects of the word of God. Many times you've heard in church that, oh, salvation is free. Jesus paid it all on Calvary. You know, we, we, we sing songs about that and all of that. We tell that, no, no, it, it, it don't cost you nothing. You can just come on and join, just, just get on the train. And that's all, just, 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 just get your ticket in hand and it's all done. It's, it's all done. No, 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 I, I, I'm, I, I don't know about you, but it costs something for me to get closer to God. I, I found out that I had to give up some stuff. I, 
I had to stop living a certain kind of way. There were some things that I wanted to let go of. Oh yes, I understand the cross. I, I understand sin. I understand Jesus died on the cross for my sins. But when I accepted him, I did not read the full disclosure of the terms and agreements that I had to accept knowing that Christ had paid it all. Many of us did not go further than that. We just thought that being a member on the pew was enough. We just thought that if we gave a few dollars every now and then, that was enough. We just thought that if we chimed, chimed in and sang a few songs, that was enough. But let me go back. Let's go back into this eighth chapter and deal with some stuff. Let me show you what God is talking about His in the eight, in the first verse, and I'm reading from New King James. In New King James, it talks about. He says, "He says there is therefore now no condemnation. There's no condemning. There's no judging process to those who are in Christ Jesus. In other words, there's an exemption for those who are in Christ Jesus. God says, I, I, I don't judge you if you're in Christ Jesus." Tell somebody you got to get into Jesus. You, you got to get all the way. Are you all in? Being all in. See, uh, we, we say the words, but we really don't comprehend what we're saying. We, we really don't talk about or really expound upon what we're trying to convey to others. When you're all in with Christ, then that says you've got to go all the way with Christ. Look. Here's, the, here's where you start paying. He says, those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh. Hallelujah. I'd like to meet the folk. that declared, I'm saved now, and you ain't had a fleshly thought since. Yeah. I, 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 I just like to talk to a few people so you can help me out. Now, I, I'm not talking to the folk who are in, you know, in denial or, or delusions uh, city. I, 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 I'm not talking about it. I, I, I'm just talking to some folk if you really got it but I, I, I need to understand along with the rest of, of you that, that yes even though I intellectually understand what Christ did for me and accepting him as my savior there were some fleshly things that I still had to work on I, there was some language in my mouth that I still had to work on there were some attitudes that I had that I still had to work on there was some forgiveness that I still had to work on there was some humility that I still had to work on even though I understand Christ and the price he paid on Calvary there was some me that was still caught up in the flesh that needed some work on he says he says he says he says that they do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit according to the spirit 
for the law, hallelujah, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made us free from the law of sin and death. In other words, while I'm still in this fleshly nature of mine, I'm still walking in death. But, 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 but if, if I can let self go, if I can put my thoughts out, 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 outside of me, if I can find a way just to focus in on Christ, if I can turn my will around into the will of God, if I can finally comprehend and understand that the acceptance of Christ, my Lord, my Savior, will free me from the bondage or free me from the law and the sin that equals death. He says, I, I, I got to get there. Paul, as he's talking to the church at Rome, and as he's declaring to them, he says, for what the law could not do, for the, for the flesh was weak. The flesh was weak. Anybody got some weak flesh? Amen. Come on, shame the devil, somebody. Oh, I, I would if I could. Oh, but see, we, we, we get weak in the flesh. God, by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on the, the account of sin, he says he condemns sin in the flesh. I'm just reading the contract, y'all. I, I, I'm just trying to go through some of the fine print so that you might understand what God is attempting to do in our lives. He says, look, that righteousness, the, that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the, to the flesh, but according to the spirit. For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on things of the flesh. The, I'm just saying, the evidence show up on folks. If their mind is set on worldly things, on fleshly things, on sinful things, on carnal things. If their mind is caught up in that, then the evidence will show up in their bodies, in their actions, in their speech, in their talking, in their walk. The evidence will show up according as they live and walk in the flesh. But those who live according to the Spirit, You see the evidence, see the evidence of worshipers is when folk worship at home. Oh, oh, I, I didn't want to mess with nobody today. I, 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 I'm just trying to get, if you were all in, the psalmist don't come in to entertain you. The musicians don't come in just to make you feel good when you hear the beat and the rhythms of the songs. No, 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 no. When you got up this morning, you would have had a song already on your lips. Uh, you would have had music in your voice. You, you would have had praise on your lips if, if it was already in you instead of somebody prompting and prodding and trying to get you to a place of worship and praise. If praise was going on at home, praise would not be a strange thing in the house of worship. Praise 
would not be a strange thing when prayer is going forth. No matter who's giving the prayer, if you came in with your own prayer because you got your own issues to deal with, if you got a prayer on your lips, you can speak it no matter where you are. Stop waiting on somebody else to pray your prayer. Stop waiting on somebody else to sing your song. You've got a testimony. You've got a praise that you can give. You've got a... oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are there just a couple witnesses in here that, that understand what I'm talking about? He says, look. He says, there's got to be something that's not walking according to the flesh, but walk according to the spirit. And they live according to the spirit. He says, for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Oh my God. What did he just tell us? He says, wait a minute. He says, he says I need you to understand that if you are spiritually minded, trouble don't last always. If you're spiritually minded, you have a calmness about you when everybody else is upset around you. If you are spiritual, why? Because in your relationship with Christ, you know for yourself that I don't have to worry about it. I gave it all over to God. And if it's in God's hands, I don't have to worry about it because it's already in the master's hand and the master has got full control. He's in control. Anybody giving God control yet? Anybody accept God to the fullest? Anybody? Because God wants to access your contacts. God wants to get involved with some of the folk that you know. God wants and you keep trying to protect them and you keep trying to make excuses for them. You give me God says, no, just get, let me have contact. Let me get access to them. Hallelujah. And so Paul keeps on teaching us and giving us a little more insight about the disclosure statement, about the terms and agreement that it's going to take to be able to walk with God, to be able to get to that point of adoption by God. He says, so then those who are in the flesh, he says, he says you need to recognize this. Those who are in the flesh, you can't please God. Somebody with me? On verse 8, he says, if you run in the flesh, cannot please God. He says, you, 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 there's, there's nothing you can do. If you're going to stay in a carnal mind, if you're going to stay in a fleshly kind of spirit, if you're going to hold on to what you think you can do, he says, you, can, you, you can't please God. But you who are not in the flesh but in the spirit if indeed you are he says in the spirit and the spirit dwells in you he says now if anyone does not have the spirit of christ check this he is not his come on come on it's either you all in or you're not we have got to make up our mind as a people as the people of chosen people of God that you need to be all in or you're not 
And if you're going to be all in, he says, no, he says, and if, he says, and if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin, but the spirit of life because of righteousness. But if the spirit of him who raised him from the dead hmm, dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to what? Your mortal bodies through his spirit that dwells in you. Now, wait a minute. He just said a whole lot there. He just tried to tell us that, look, look, if you really want to live for Christ, if you're really walking in the spirit of Christ and the spirit of Christ dwells in you. See, and I'm talking about the spirit of Christ, but at the same time, we don't really comprehend the spirit of Christ. If you want to comprehend the spirit of Christ, then you got to know something about Christ. You've got to know that he was about love. He was about loving one another, loving thy neighbor as thyself. If you know something about Christ, he was about sacrifice, about giving himself over to somebody else. That he understood that yes, yes, I'm gonna get, I'm putting it all in for those who love me because I love them. You got to understand something about Christ that he was willing to sacrifice his life. Now, if you got that same kind of spirit inside of you, aren't you willing to sacrifice your life for the greater good of your fellow man, the greater good of everybody else, the greater good? Are you willing to sacrifice? Are you willing to let go of that attitude? Are you willing to let go of that high-mindedness? Are you willing to let go of your dominating spirit? Are you willing to let go and come into the realm of Christ and say, listen, God sits down and he sups with me. He talks with me. He walks with me. And so Paul develops this agreement and as he talks to us about it he says you need to know something if that same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you he who raised Christ from the dead will also give you life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you in other words you can raise up too you can come up out of the pit you can come up out of depression you can come up out of your loneliness you can come up out of your sorrow and not only that you can come up out of your triflingness you can come up out of your sadness you can come up out of the mess that you created for yourself if you put Christ as the head of your life tell somebody come on up come on up we got to stop acting like we don't know him. We got to stop playing, church. We got to stop pretending that we know him. But we got to get in a relationship with him. When you are in a relationship with Christ, that's when you really understand full disclosure. He's going to tell you some things about yourself. Full disclosure in Christ Jesus says that when you get the spirit of God in you, you begin to look at yourself. You begin to look at yourself and everything and anything that is not in agreement with Christ Jesus, you understand it's got to go. Everything about your lifestyle, if it's not in agreement with Jesus, it's got to go. Everything and anything that you see about yourself that is not consistent with the love of God, then it's got to go. It's 
got to go. It's got to go. Let me jump down to verse 12. In verse 12, he says, therefore, brethren, he says, we are debtors not to the flesh. Hallelujah. Not to the flesh. To live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Tell somebody you're going to die. He says, but by the Spirit, hallelujah, put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. If by the Spirit, put to death the deeds, the deeds, the thought, the mind, process, the acts of those things that are not becoming of Christ, you're going to live. You're going to live if you put that aside. For here's a verse. For you did not receive a spirit of bondage. I like the next word after that. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again. Come on. That just went past a few people, preacher. You, you did not receive this. In other words, being in Christ is not bondage. But he sets you free. All them other spirits that you have encountered along the way for whatever reason have bound you to have you think a certain way, believe a certain way, act a certain way, live a certain way. But Christ says, wait a minute, huh? no, no, you didn't receive a spirit of bondage again. No, I, 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 what I've come to do is set you free. I've come to release you from the things that bind you. He says, well, you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, to be afraid, to think that you're not going to make it. Yes, you're going to make it because you received the spirit of adoption. This spirit says that I've been brought into Christ. I've been brought into God. I've been brought in. Listen, 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 listen. It says I was adopted. Somebody be, be, be glad about adoption. Adoption says I was chosen. I was picked. It wasn't by happenstance or circumstance. It wasn't by genealogy or biology that I fell into this family. But somebody picked me. Somebody loved me enough to be able to decide that they wanted me as a part of their family. And so therefore I've been adopted. Hallelujah. A lot of folks, see, 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 a lot of folks running around thinking because you are of a certain family or you're a certain ethnicity and all of that, that it's an automatic shoe-in for you to get into the gates. There's going to be a rude awakening. There's going to be a rude awakening. But because I recognize that I was chosen, because I recognize that there must have been something in me that God saw in me, because I recognize and, when, and I recognize and I received him as my father when I accepted him as my father when I, I when I when I came to the realization that because he chose me I know that I love him because he first loved me when I came into that reality I accept him on his terms knowing that he sacrificed for me knowing that he loved me so much that he would die for me but not only that he would die but he had power enough to raise himself back up and by adoption he gives me the same power to be able to rise back up out of the mess that I've created for myself 
the spirit hallelujah himself bears witness bears witness spirit that we we are the children of God we are the children of God and if then children now watch this one he says if then children then we are heirs don't you want to be an heir to the kingdom oh my god they're trying to figure out what Meg, Megan and Harris baby if he gonna be prince or he in the line somewhere after his brother's children after Charlotte and all the rest of them Archie is somewhere I think they, they figured we might as well name him a crazy name like Archie because Archie will never get on the throne so we can just name anything we want to name But it does not negate the fact that he's still an heir. Oh, let me make it real. Some of us got some crazy names too. But you still an heir. I'm not talking about the name that's on your birth certificate or what they call you in the neighborhood. I'm talking about the names that they know you by on the street. Ah, in the corners and in the dark. I, I, I'm talking about some names they got for you when it's discovered and find out what you've been up to. They got some names for, for, for oh, see, I don't need to go into their name because folk gonna look and say, why you talk about me like that? Put my business all out in the street. No, 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 I'm just trying to tell you that there's some names that we got for you that, 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 that was never intended to be on your birth certificate. So, he says, we're heirs. But whatever your name is, adultery, I mean, uh, whatever your name is, fornicator, whatever. Whatever your name, liar, no, 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 whatever your murderer, what, what, whatever your name is. I want you to know that when you come and you click accept and agree with God, do you understand? You know what? And that there's some of us, there have been some of us at some points in our times in life that we tried to get out of the contract. You ever tried to delete some of them apps on your phone? You, you, yeah, I, you ever tried to try, to try to get out of the contract with your television, your, your internet and all that, all that kind of stuff? You, you, you try to get out of it. In other words, you, you want to break the contract with them, but they don't want to break it with you. Huh? Some of us got relationships like that. You don't really want to try to get out of a relationship and you done with it, but they say, no, I ain't done with you. <laughs> Ooh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying not to look at anybody. I'm trying. Let me, let me hold my head down. But 
the strange part about that preacher is that many of us have tried to get out of the contract with God but God says that's alright but I ain't getting out with you many of us have done things that would that would that would be cited as a breach of contract because we've done this and that but God says listen yeah I, I understand that there's gonna be some penalties and some fines to go along with that but 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 I am not letting you out of this contract I've paid too much for you hallelujah the other day I tried to I was looking up a credit card thing and I was like I, I, I couldn't get the terms on and some said you better go back and read the terms and they said oh you can get 15 months 18 months no interest oh yes praise the Lord thank you Jesus Some say, keep, keep reading. Keep reading. But after that 18 months, then it jumps to 33%. And with penalty, late penalties, it goes up even higher than some somewhere. I even saw that 54%. And I said, no, Lord, Lord, just give me the strength to keep on paying the bill. Like, let me just keep paying the bill. I'll be all right, God. I'm going to just trust you on this one. Read the contract. Because some of the things I started to read in the contract with Christ Jesus, he said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. I like that part of the contract. When he started saying, he says, yes, yes, I, I, I'm going to be your strength. I'm very present, helped in the time of trouble. Yeah, I like that part of my contract. He says, he says, you are, you are the head and not the tail. Yes. I like that portion of the contract. I want to know. I want to be an heir with Christ. He says, and joint heir with him. I'm going to be equal with him. And indeed, if we suffer with him, that says, listen, you're not exempt from going through. You're going to have to go through something to appreciate what you got and how God brought you up. You're going to deal with some stuff. Don't think that everything is supposed to be just okay. No, you've got to get to a point where you understand, I'm going to suffer with Christ. Yes, I, he was rejected. Anybody been rejected? Anybody been talked about? Anybody been, been betrayed? Anybody been backstabbed? Anybody been lied on? Listen, you're not exempt because you are in Christ Jesus. You're going to suffer just like he suffered. But in the suffering, understand, you will also rise above into the glory of Christ. That that stuff won't bother you anymore. You will be glorified together. Tell somebody, I'm waiting on my glory. I'm waiting on my glory. Glory is about to happen up in here. Because God has never left me nor forsaken me. God keeps on blessing me. There's some glory. I'm about to be glorified up in here. Because I understand by embracing him and accepting the contract that Jesus has. Yes, I want him to have all access to my contacts. Yes, I want him to be yeah, access to my photos. I want God to see what I see. I want God when I look and see the pain when I look and see hurt when I see wrong I want God to see what I see so that he understands what I'm going through yes I want God to have full access to my location 
not just what I'm praying, but I want him to have full access all the time so that no matter where I am, God knows where I am. God can guide me. Oh, sometimes the apple asks you, do you want us to send you a map? Yes, Lord, send me a map so I can stay on the right destination. Keep me on the right path. Plot out my course. See, I've been trying to make it on my own, but I've been stumbling. I've been falling. I've been getting lost along the way. So God, send me a word. Yes, God, I want you to send me some alerts. I want you to send me some special deals. I want you to send me some things when I don't know where to, what to do or which way to turn. God, contact me. I'm all in. Tell somebody I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. I hit acceptance. And I'm giving God full disclosure to everything that is in my life. Everything that is going on in my life. Yes, I'm giving God the right to be able to control and understand what I'm doing in my life. Yes, I want him to be able to talk to me and send me alerts. Because there's times when I stumble. When there's times when I'm going in the wrong direction. Don't you want an alert every now and then? I mean, when you start doing what you do saying what you say, dating who you date. Uh, wouldn't you like for God just to send you an alert? Listen, uh, back up off this one. Come on. Wouldn't you like God to act more like the GPS? And when you make that wrong turn, calculate it. Make it as soon as possible make a legal U-turn. Don't you wish God had said that in your life a couple of times? That, uh, I, you, you, you're off, there's, there's trouble ahead, there's some construction going on, traffic is about to slow down here. Listen, there's some storm alerts about to come your way. Don't you want some advance notice every now and then that God comes in and says, listen, some stuff about to jump off in here. So I need you to be ready. And so when you're ready in Christ Jesus, I'm going to let you know beforehand because everybody else is not going to get this because they'll be lost in the storm. Has anybody looked at the news and, and, and you've seen the flooding the, the, the flooding and, 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 and the tractor trailers and trucks you know, in, in, in the water and all that kind of now, now y'all please forgive me did anybody besides me say what was they thinking <laughs> you see the water Did you think that you was going There's no road anywhere. But you're going to drive. <laughs> Y'all know. Y'all know the old story of uh, the drivers who were driving down the road. And, and they came across this guy who, you know, homeless looking guy, and he had a light, he was waving it. And people would look at him, and he'd hold up a sign, 
They just look at it and they keep on driving. Keep on driving. Next person come along, you know, by now the sign is all wet, you know, and it's starting to run a little bit, it's a little hard to see. And keep on driving. Keep on driving. To find about maybe the fifth or sixth car came along and stopped. And the guy said, well, I can't really read your sign. What, 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 what is it that you want? He said, I was just trying to tell people that the bridge is out up here. <laughs> you need to turn around and go back. <laughs> yeah. So, just trying to tell a few folks. And so all them cars that went ahead didn't want to slow down. God wants to send us warnings. God wants to let us know that there's danger ahead. And sometimes it may not come in the form that you think it ought to come in. Sometimes it's going to come from an old sweaty fat black preacher. Oh, yeah. Sometimes, sometimes from the places where you least expect. God is sending out warning and he's trying to tell you that it's going to be alright if you just put your trust and faith in him. God is trying to tell somebody if you just allow me to send you a few alerts every now and then, I'll let you know when, it, when it's time to go. I'll let you know. Listen, the children of Israel understood because he sent them an alert. One was called the pillar of fire and the other was the pillar of the cloud. He said, when, when it's time to go, I'm going to move the cloud. When the cloud starts moving, you just follow the cloud. And wherever I go, that's where you go. I, I don't look to the right nor to the left. But sometimes the road that you may go over may be a little tough. It may be hard to climb, but I'm going to give you enough strength to be able to climb. Don't you worry about what other people are going to say about you. You're going to meet some people along the way that's not going to believe in what you believe, not believe in your dream, not believe in who you are and what you can accomplish. But you just keep on trusting in me and I will make the things that seem impossible come to pass because I am your God for I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. You just keep on holding on and believing in Christ Jesus. Let yourself go and let your selfish desires go and trust in a God that can never fail and give God glory on every hand. Then I will take you to the mountain tops. You will see the promised land, not only see it, but you will dwell in it. You just keep on trusting a God that kept that gave everything for you and now you can give back to him all he requires of you is your unadulterated love and trust in him and if you trust in him he will never fail you give God the praise if you just accept him as for who he is if you accept him for what he's done if you accept him just because he's God we will make your way out of no way. Give God some praise. Tell somebody, I accept and agree. Stand on your feet, everybody. In the name of Jesus. I'm sorry I'm over time. In the name of Jesus. The door to church is open.